Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi, everybody. I want to wish you a very warm welcome to episode number 29. So today is all about food planning. Now, food planning is something that I recommend to everyone I work with. And today I thought I would share with you why I put so much emphasis on the importance of planning. And it might not be for the reasons you think, So, of course, before I lost my weight for the last time, before I lost six stone, I had done diets that told me to plan my meals, to plan my food. And sometimes I did and sometimes I didn't. And of course, I got better results when I did plan. But sometimes I would plan the foods and then not just ignore the plan and not eat what I planned, which I think is quite an easy sort of habit to fall into. But essentially, I never really understood the value of planning. It just felt like something that I was doing, maybe because I had been told to, but I sort of didn't really believe that it was that useful. I probably thought it was a bit of a waste of my time. So today I want to do a deep dive on food planning so that I can share the importance and benefits with you. But first, let's talk about what a food plan actually is. So a food plan is a plan for how you intend to eat either tomorrow or for the next few days or for the next week. Your food plan will list out all of your meals, snacks and drinks. It might also include the times that you plan to have those meals, snacks and drinks as well. Now, I often get asked if it needs to include amounts of food and I say that it doesn't, but I would sort of caveat that by saying that I encourage you to use your common sense. And of course, if you are eating according to your food plan and you think you're eating the right foods and you're not, seeing the results that you want on the scales, then it may be that you need to adjust your portions. I sort of, my general guidelines are to load up your plate with lots of vegetables and salads, have what I would call a normal size portion of protein, such as a chicken breast or a salmon fillet, for example, or a vegetarian equivalent. And if you're eating sort of like rice or potatoes or some other starchy vegetable, then aim to have maybe a quarter or slightly less of your plate taken up by that. And don't forget to have some healthy fats in your meal as well. That's You want to have those healthy fats. They're important for the fat-soluble vitamins they contain. And fats are also satiating, so they ensure that you're not going to feel hungry between meals. The other thing that I have on my food plan is a note of how much water I want to drink and, and other drinks as well. But the water in particular, I like to have on my food plan so that I can track whether I'm drinking enough water as I go throughout my day. Drinking water is something that doesn't come naturally to me. I like water, but I just seem to struggle to drink it in the volume that I want to in order to feel healthy. So that's what a food plan is. I also just want to mention that your food plan is something that you create. It's not a diet plan that you pick up from some diet program where someone else is telling you what to eat. In my mind, your food plan is how you choose to eat so that you eat foods that you like and you have meals that fit with your lifestyle or your family needs. And you're also, of course, learning if it's the right way for you to be eating to lose weight. This is all about you finding out what is the right way for you to be eating to either lose weight or maintain your weight. 
that is going to enable you to have the relationship with food that you want. Now, something else that you also create if you're working with me is a food framework. Your food framework is different to a food plan in that it is a set of guiding principles around how you want to be eating. It includes things like the number of meals that you have each day, the number of snacks that you will have. You might have on there how many evenings a week you want to have an alcoholic drink or two. And it might also include a list of foods that you want to eat lots of for fuel and nourishment, foods that you don't want to eat as a part of your sort of everyday eating. And it may also include foods that you want to eat occasionally for pleasure. And of course, your food framework is all about getting that balance right between eating for fuel and nourishment and eating for pleasure. Now, a crucial aspect of your food planning process is that you create your food plan ahead of time. And by that, I mean at least the day before you will be eating the planned food that you've got. And there's a very good reason for this. When you make a decision about what to eat in the moment, you make that decision with a part of your brain that we call your lower brain. Now, your lower brain is similar to the brains of other animals. It is good at what I call life preserving activities. Now, eating is, of course, a life preserving activity. And as animals, we are programmed to eat. We eat to get the pleasure that food gives us. We also eat, as humans at least, to avoid feeling negative emotion, what I call emotional discomfort. But this lower part of our brain has a very blinkered view of the reasons why we should and shouldn't eat. It is only sort of capable, really, of seeing all the reasons we should eat and not the reasons that we shouldn't. And it's not able to see that there may be negative effects of eating certain foods, certainly foods that aren't aligned with how we want to be eating for our weight loss goals, foods that we may make us feel sluggish or make us feel tired, all of those sorts of things. So our primal brain's not good at making considered decisions. In contrast, when you plan your meals ahead of time, you're going to be using a different part of your brain. When you decide what you're going to be eating ahead of time, you're using your higher human executive thinking brain. So this part of your brain is able to make more considered decisions. So whilst when you decide in the moment with your primal brain, you're unable to access the consequences of eating what you intend, you can access those consequences when you make the decision with your higher human brain. You can weigh up whether to have drinks with your Friday night takeaway or maybe opt to have dessert with your Sunday lunch instead, knowing that both will probably not get you the result you want, but maybe having just one of them, you will still lose weight, for example. So that's the first reason food planning is so important. Food planning makes it easy for you to decide how you want to eat without having to battle with your primal brain, which wants to eat all the things and has little regard for your long-term weight and health goals. And then there's the second reason why food planning is really useful, if not critical to helping you create a whole new and improved relationship with food. And that is that it shines a spotlight on what's actually going on for you with regards to your eating, with your relationship with food. So having the food plan is going to help you discover when you want to eat certain foods out of habit, when you want to eat certain foods in response to life events, when you want to eat different foods based on how you're thinking, and when you want to eat certain foods to alleviate emotional discomfort. I was trying to think of an analogy that would illustrate the point I want to make here and what came to mind, and it's really rather random, so apologies if it doesn't work for you. But what I thought of was those technical disclosing tablets, those tablets that you can chew after you brush your teeth that enable you to see if you've missed bits whilst, whilst you've been cleaning them. 
So the tablets show you where you need to clean differently. Essentially, they highlight what needs to be addressed. And I think of your food plan as enabling you to do the same. If you think about the food plan you have planned for the week, and then you think about marking on it where you either didn't eat what you intended or you wanted to eat something different to what you intended, it's a bit like those food disclosure tablets pointing to the problem area. Now, in this case, the coloured pen is going to be a marker for you to start to question yourself with curiosity about what is going on for you. Each place you've marked, you get to be curious about whether you wanted to eat differently to what you planned because of maybe an habitual pattern, or maybe there was an event that caused some thought or feeling pathway. There was something there that triggered you. It's like sometimes when we find thoughts that I like to call faulty thinking, such as when we start to think that certain foods, biscuits, foods that have little nutritional value, and we think of them as treats or that we deserve them. And there's an opportunity there to see how we're thinking about it and to see if we want to change our thinking. And of course, there's the opportunity to see what comes up for us emotionally. When are we eating because we're feeling bored, frustrated, anxious, so we can start to understand better what's going on for us there. When you've got a plan in place, it's much easier to see what's going on for you because you know anytime you don't want to eat something that's on your plan, there's some sort of emotional need that you're wanting to fulfill with food. Because if you've got this plan, that is, you know you've balanced what you need nutritionally. And if you don't want to then eat what's on the plan, then you know that something is going on. You know you're looking to food to solve a problem or fulfill an emotional need for you. At that point, it's not about fuel and nourishment. Now, that doesn't mean anything. That's something we all do, and it's absolutely normal. But when you can start to see it and understand it's going to help you create a relationship with food that you want, then that is something that's going to be very helpful for you. So the food plan helps you have an awareness so that you can start to look at your mindset. You can start to look at your thought processes around food and eating, and you can start to understand how you're eating in response to certain emotions. All right. So what are some of the other benefits of food planning? Well, what's interesting is that lots of you who are resistant to food planning tell me that you don't have time. And yet lots of you who are food planning tell me that it saves you so much time. And those of you who aren't planning tell me it's too difficult to decide what to eat. And those of you who are food planning tell me it makes deciding what to eat so much easier. Of course, whatever you believe, you will likely be able to find evidence for so that it feels like the truth. So if you're resistant to planning, I encourage you to explore your reasons why. Write down all the reasons why you don't want to or why you think it might be difficult or why you think it won't work for you. And then I want you to really explore what you've written and question everything. Other reasons that I like food planning are that when I keep my food plans, I can track how I feel when eating certain foods. I can see what the numbers on the scales do. It's really useful data to have. It's really helpful in helping you figure out the right way for you to be eating. And also, I like to save my food plans. I had a period of time where I had three food plans for three different weeks, and I essentially just rotated them. So that was very simple, very easy to do. I didn't need to think about it at all once those plans were set up. It saved me so much time. The other thing that I love about food planning is that it makes my food journaling so much easier. So one of the things I encourage you to do is to write down absolutely everything that you are eating. 
So when you have a food plan, all you need to do is make a note against the food plan to track the differences and it's just really quick and easy. So that's what we're talking about here with regards to food planning today. I encourage you to ask yourself what your thoughts are around food planning and why you do and don't want to be doing it and see which of those thoughts serve you, which are aligned for you to create the relationship with food and have the weight that you want to be and which ones aren't. And if you want help with your food planning, then I would love to have you join me inside of my One Life Academy and you can watch the related masterclasses and create your food plan and come and get coaching as well and ask questions about anything that comes up for you, either with regards to the planning process itself or when you're finding that you want to eat differently to how you've planned. That's where a lot of the work that we do is. My One Life Academy membership and accountability will also help you if you're struggling to get started with food planning or if you're struggling to be consistent with it. Okay, that's what I have for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls, and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.